Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 175 and session number 50 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast. And we are at session number 50. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I am really Really excited that you guys are all here and you've been coming back listening to the Ask Scott sessions. And again, I want to remind you guys if you have a question that you want me to answer on an upcoming show, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, record a voice message there, leave your first name and a brief question, and I'll go ahead and I'll do my best to answer it on an upcoming show. Now, before we jump in here, you guys may be hearing my voice. Maybe you can't notice it, but I'm struggling. I almost didn't record today because, uh, well, my voice is kind of shot. And the reason that it's kind of shot is because we had a basketball game last night. And a lot of you that know that my son is a senior in high school and he plays at a competitive level, varsity basketball, and we're in sectional play. Now, when this airs, this will probably be two or three weeks after the fact, but right now it's fresh. Last night, we had a game, and it was in a very, very uh, big arena here in our local area, and tons and tons of people, thousands of people, and uh, we were in the final four, and uh, well, let me just say that we lost, and we lost by only two points, and we were winning for uh, part of the game, actually quite a bit of the game, and then it just came down to well, some bad refing, and I don't want to blame all the refs, but you know there was some there's there were some issues that were out of our control, but there was also things in our control. Uh, but bottom line is, guys, is that uh, you know we were devastated. Uh, you know we're a big sports family. It was my son's obviously his last year, and the reason why I'm telling you guys this story is well, some of you. Uh, want to know uh, the updates and stuff because you guys hear me talking about this stuff on Periscope, but I also wanted to kind of let you guys know on how we deal with these types of things because this can relate to business, this can relate to life in general, right? I mean, all of the hard work, for those of you that don't know, into being a basketball player, a baseball player, uh, whatever sports player you want to be, there's usually hours upon hours of the work and the preparation that goes into playing games, right? And then going through those games and then getting to the big stage or getting yourself to the stage that will then allow you to get to the bigger stage, you know? And in this case, we were in the final four out of 23 teams. We were ranked, uh, let's see, number, I think, five or six in all of New York for uh, our class of school is B. So we were in the B division and that's pretty good for a small school. So these guys shouldn't really be hanging their head. But I got to say, I was just as let down as they were because I've been through this journey with them. But with my son, how do you pick up someone that feels like they failed in a sense, right? I mean, it's think about these people playing like the World Series or, uh, you know, playing, you know, in these in these really big, well, the, the, you know, the Super Bowl or any of that stuff. And then being able to pick yourself up and go through a whole nother season to try to get to that stage. And it's not easy, right? Well, the same thing is in business, and I think this is a good lesson for, well, myself, again, to always kind of tie it back to life and, uh, you know, these life experiences, and then trying to take that lesson and bring it, uh, you know, upon my son so he can learn from this. Not even just my son, but my younger daughter who is eight, you know, and she's learning, and I mean, she was so upset, and I mean, you know, the anxiety from, you know, the game and and all of this stuff, it was just really, really intense, and then and to be able to then deal with it after the fact is not an easy task. So I wanted to just let you guys know that, you know, this stuff applies to us in all walks of life and in business, because that's what this 
this podcast is about is about business and creating your freedom, you know, lifestyle and your freedom business, but you're going to have those things that you do all of this work to get to a certain point and it might work and it might not, or maybe it's working and then it stops working. You know, how do you get through this stuff, you know? And the bottom line is, is you need to learn from this, right? You need to learn from this experience and then you need to go out there and try to do better or try to get better or try to fix things or mentally fix things. Again, going back to this basketball thing with my son, I told him, I said, listen, you know, and I didn't talk to him too much. I got to be honest because I'm trying to give him his space because at this point in time, you don't want to be told, well, keep your chin up, da, da, da. I mean, we we do, but yet, you know, you just, at this point, you just want to kind of just be to yourself. And I get that, right? But then you got to kind of crawl out of there. And I'm going to give him a day, give him 24 hours. And then from there, if he doesn't start pulling himself out of it, then I got to reach in and I got to grab him, shake him up a little bit and say, listen, you know, we learned from this experience. You put a ton of work in. Look what, you, what you've accomplished and look at what's next. What is next? What can you do next that can be, you know, very significant in this career of yours in basketball or in baseball, whatever it is that you're doing in life or in business, right? What can you do next, right, from this experience? And that's really what you need to take away. You need to also understand that it's preparing you for other things are, that are going to that are going to happen, right? These these mental challenges are there to help us get stronger and to also weed out the ones that aren't strong enough to get through them. I believe that in anything in business, in life, in 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 this basketball thing, you know, mental stuff is like 85% of it, right? 15% is the talent or 15% is the, the, you know, the process. The rest of it is mentally being able to deal with certain things. And, uh, and in this case, you know, it's, it's no different, right? I mean, it's just getting out there, putting in the work, doing all of the things to get to where you need to be to see a result. And then from there, if the result isn't what it was supposed to be, yes, you can feel bad about it for, well, about an hour. And then from there, push on. Uh, but I just wanted to kind of really let you guys know that, uh, you know, in my own personal life, like we're dealing with things like this in business and in 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 basketball and in in life, right? It's going to happen. And if you can have this mindset that you need to learn from it, it will help you get through the hard times. It'll make you think to yourself. And it's not easy. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's easy. I mean, we were devastated. I mean, my wife and I were talking this morning, trying to talk ourselves out of being down about it. And, uh, you know, we kind of gave ourselves that day like we, you know, I think everyone should have that day to really think about it. But don't over, you know, over, uh, you know, uh, I guess process what happened and what if this happened and if this call wasn't made or if this business decision, if we would have did this differently, this would have happened. You can sit there and beat yourself up all day long and feel terrible about something. But really, the next thing is, is how do you get moving on? And honestly, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't even know if I can record a podcast today because I just I didn't feel like my mood was going to be there. I thought it was going to project back to you guys. And, uh, and then, then I just decided, I go, you know what? I'm going to do it because it's authentic. It's what I, it's what I'm going through right now. Uh, and, and kind of like my thought process. And I know a lot of you want to hear kind of like the ins and the outs and kind of like the process. How do you get through things? And this is the same thing, whether it's business or whether it's personal. I deal with it all the same, uh, you know, so, you know, you, you just have to understand that, uh, you know, life isn't always going to deal you the cards that you want to be dealt, right? And then you have to make a decision. You need to pivot whatever it is that you need to do, but you need to keep mentally strong, okay? Hashtag mental 
mentally strong. All right. That'll be the hashtag for today. All right. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to continue here. We're going to go ahead and do some questions here like I normally do. And this is a, a special episode because we are episode 50. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I don't have any uh, bells or whistles that I'm going to be uh, giving you guys, but I'm just going to be doing a, a good old fashioned Ask Scott session. I do want to though share one of our Facebook peeps out there, our TASers, that is. And by the time that you're listening to this, we're probably up over 24,000 in the uh, the TAS community, which is just amazing, by the way. And I uh, just wanted to say you guys are awesome. And if you guys are not a part of that community and you want to be, just head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash F as in Frank, B as in boy for Facebook. All right. And what I want to do, though, is I want to read really quickly and acknowledge this person because they're an action taker. They posted this in the group and I wanted to share it with you because I think it's pretty special and I think that uh, this person needs to be recognized, all right? So let me go ahead and pull it up here and uh, I'm not going to say the last name because, uh, well, it's going to be hard for me to pronounce <laughs> and uh, I, I just, uh, I don't want to butcher it, but, um, I, and I and the first name, I might not even say that 100% right, but I'm going to go ahead and give it a try, all right? But uh, I believe it is Brath, okay? It's B-H-A-R-A-T-H. Brath, I'm pretty sure that's that's the right pronunciation. I hope so. But anyway, it, it doesn't really matter, right? I mean, it does matter that I want to acknowledge you, and I'll leave a link here inside of the show notes to this episode. But let's just go ahead and read what he had posted and also the screenshot I'll share with you as well. So, well, let me start with that. The screenshot was a... Um, it was a, a screenshot of his phone, and it said product sales, $12,537, and that was for the month, okay? And uh, so within that, you know, that gets your attention. You're like, wow, that's a pretty good month, right? So this is what he had said. If you recollect, earlier this month or end of last month, posted my first $10,000 sale month, grew by 20% in this month at 12000 Keep at it, folks, and don't let failures become your excuse. I love it, okay? I love it. And this particular post had had gotten a ton of response, a ton of likes, a ton of comments, and the beautiful thing, and I'm not going to go ahead and read through all of these because there's quite a bit, but what it did is it opened up the conversation to questions, and then people were asking questions. They were congratulating. Uh, They were uh, saying, you know, not surprised. I can tell that you're doing great things. Um, you know, so just a really great thread inside of the TAS community. And again, I just want to reiterate this. What this does is it inspires, it motivates, and it also teaches through that process. So there's a ton of comments here. I will go ahead. Like I said, I'll leave a link inside here. So if you guys want to go over and say congratulations, or if you want to go over there and, uh, and say hello or ask questions, it's there for you guys, all right? But I just want to say, Barath, very, very, you know, great job, awesome job, and a way to take action, buddy. And uh, I just want to thank you for sharing that, and I know that you'll be doing great things in the future. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. All right, so what do you guys say? Let's go ahead and listen to today's questions, and I will go ahead and answer them the best that I can, especially with my voice. I apologize once again, but I was uh, I was yelling pretty loud last night and uh, cheering for our team. So uh, bear with the voice, and I'll go ahead and I will answer your questions. Let's go ahead and listen to question number one. Hi, Scott. How's it going? My name is Raymond. I'm from Miami, Florida. And uh, first of all, I would like to say I love your podcast. Um, Keep up the good work. You're doing a great job. I just want to say thank you for everything that you've done. 
Um, and my question is, I'm planning to do a makeover on my listing. And I was wondering if I should do it by section, meaning like if I should do it on the back end, like um, like the keyword section one at a time, or can I just do everything all at once? Would that make a difference? Um, hope you can answer this on the show. Um, just uh, want to say thank you and um, hope to hear your answer pretty soon. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Bye. Hey, Raymond, thank you so much for the question. And it is a really, really good question, too, because I don't know if I've talked too much about this. I've talked a lot about optimization, and then we had a great guest on twice, actually, uh, Karen Faxton, and she was episode 86 and episode 155. Again, I'll leave these in the show notes of today's episode, so you'll definitely want to check those out. So um, yeah, to answer your question, you're definitely going to want to, uh, you're going to want to do these in phases. Now, let me just back up real quick. If you're doing an overhaul and completely like just you're not having really good results at all right now and you're just kind of like doing it over because you feel like you want to start from scratch, then that might be a time to, yes, go ahead and just dump it and, you know, create a brand new listing in a sense. You're not creating a new listing, but you almost are, right? You're just rewriting everything. You're adding in different images. But I think what you're saying is, is that you've got a, you know, a listing that's doing okay. You want to start to tweak certain elements of it and make it better and optimize it. And if that is the case, and Karen has said this on, on both of those episodes, is that when you're doing this, you want to do this and you want to start slow. So you want to test one thing and then give it some time. Usually seven to 10 days, even two weeks is a good time frame because you want to have the same amount of traffic or close to it so you can see your conversion rate and see if it moves the needle. Now, as far as your backend keywords, yes, if, if you're, if you know that you're starting to rank for these certain keywords, but then you want to add a few more, um, then yes, you're going to want to just put in a couple of different keywords, see if you start to rank over the next week or so, and then you can kind of gauge it that way. But if you're going to go ahead and now you've gotten like a, a ton of data and you're going to then re-input some of these keywords in there, then yes, you can just go ahead and just take out the ones that aren't performing and, the, and add the ones that are and then let that set. But that's the only thing I would do at that particular time. I wouldn't do the title and then do the backend keywords all at once, um, especially if we're testing here, right? So yes, you're going to want to then, you know, or maybe you're going to start with your bullets or maybe you're going to start with your description or whatever, right? Whatever you're doing, you want to do it you know, like, you know, in phases. So this way here, you can track the results. And again, I, I have to stress this. You want to make sure not just a time thing, right? You're not just looking at, well, Scott said seven days, so I'm going to let it run for seven days. You want to look at your numbers. How many page views are you having to that listing or uniques that is, right? How many unique? are you having go to your listing? So if you're having in, let's say the last two weeks, you've had 200. Well, you want to get another 200 before you make the decision. Okay. So this way here, if you change your title and you know that you had 200 visitors in the past, uh, let's say, well, let's say in a day, let's just say a day, right? Let's say in a day, uh, or I'm sorry, in a week, you have a thousand visitors to that page, right? Well, you know that your conversion rate is 7%. Well, now you change your title and you let that go until you get a thousand uniques to your page before you determine your conversion rate, okay? Because you want the same amount of people, not just the time frame, okay? So hopefully that makes sense. And that's huge, guys. 
okay? It's not about the time. It's about the page views that you've had or the uniques, the different people. Think about it as people, right? So for every 100 people that you get to a listing, if you're converting at 7%, that's seven sales, right? If you can convert at 14%, you've just doubled your sales with the same amount of traffic. So really, really important that you understand that. And again, Raymond, I want to say thank you for this question. I think it's it's definitely worth bringing up again, and we should probably bring it up again in the future because we really need to drill in on this because testing is huge, okay? And you want to always be testing, but you want to test with traffic, not just with, or numbers, not just with days and time. Some people will say, Scott, I went ahead and I tested this thing for 10 days, like you said, and, uh, and it, it didn't really do much, but... What they didn't realize is their traffic dropped because maybe it was the time of year and they were looking at, you know, the, the first test, uh, you know, before or be, before they ran the test, they had 500 visitors and then the, the next test, because they had less traffic, was only 200 visitors. But if they were waited to 500, they would have had a better comparison, you know, apples to apples. Uh, so anyway, that's what you want to do there. Great question and hopefully this has been helpful. Again, those episodes that Karen talks about uh, listing optimization and all that good stuff is episode 86 and episode 155 and I will be leaving it in the show notes to this episode, which is 17. So theamazingseller.com forward slash 175. All right, let's go ahead and listen to the next question, and I'll give you my answer. Hi, Scott. Uh, this is John um, from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, first off, I just want to thank you for following your noble passion of helping and motivating lots of people. I appreciate all your hard work uh, for making a really, really great show. Uh, I cannot thank you enough for, for the amount of information that I get from your show. Uh, in your website um, so for my question uh, regarding the packaging of your product and and also labeling your product so you mentioned that those for just starting uh, you really don't have to customize the packaging is it still considered private labeling even if you're not putting in your own label on the physical product um, how do you think customers will perceive the product if it's a different international logo or do you have that removed um, prior to getting shipped uh, to your house um, what are the minimum information on your packaging uh, if you thought of a, a brand or, or company name and you does it need to be there um, do you have to put in your address contact number or email uh, let me know if your thoughts on this uh, thank you and more power to your show Hey, John, thanks so much for the question, and this is another good question because I, I do get this question, and what it is really is what you're asking is, is if we are taking a product that is already generically branded, okay, so let's just say we get a garlic press, and that garlic press already has uh, packaging on it, and it has a generic off-brand, let's say, uh, then you know, can we still private labeling that or private label that? And the answer is kind of. Uh, you know, when you're doing this, you're usually doing this as part of a test in a sense, right? I would say if at all possible, uh, you're going to, you're going to want to have your label put on it of your own brand, let's call it. Okay. But if you're testing, let's say you're doing the AliExpress kind of testing route. Well, yeah, you can just take that and you don't even have to list it as a brand or their brand. You can just list it as your product. And then from there you can kind of test out that particular product, right? But 
a lot of times what happens is if, if it's a generic brand, it won't even really have markings on the product. It might have it on the packaging. And then this is where you would just have your own packaging created or you would have a label go over top of that of that particular label. But you got to be careful because if you're private labeling a product or if you're, uh, I guess, if you're wholesaling a product because that's kind of what you're talking about, then you can't really call it your own brand unless it is a private label product or one of their generic brands that they allow you to private label. You know, you're just not going through that stage yet, okay? But for the most part, when I've seen this, it's usually if you're gonna if you're gonna do a garlic press and it's a generic brand, it'll just be a uh, it'll just be a stainless steel garlic press with no markings on it. Then from there, that's where you would put your own, uh, you know, your own packaging on it. And it could just be a poly bag with, uh, you know, uh, with a label on it. And that could be your branding. Or you could get the, uh, the garlic press shipped to your place. You put it in a bag and then you label it with your own sticker. And then, then it's your own product. But I would say you got to be a little careful there because if you're wholesaling a product, it doesn't necessarily mean that you can private label that product. There's a difference there. So you want to make sure of that. Uh, but, if you're finding that you're wanting to test the market and they have just a generic, you know, black something or a silver something and it doesn't have any markings on it and you know that this company will also private label but they'll ha- they'll only private label or do some packaging or some even some poly bag stuff, they'll only do it when you go down the private labeling route. Well, then you need to make that decision at that time, but they'll give it to you kind of like off the shelf, if that makes sense. So what I would say is you just got to be careful, but you got to understand what the difference is, all right? But yes, you can take the generic product with with very basic packaging take their standard packaging and then have them you know you know your uh, your your label can then basically go over top of the name as long as they are allowing you to private labeling or to private label in the future um, so hopefully that makes sense, but it's a great way to test the market without having to do custom packaging. And even when you have to do the custom packaging, guys, it, custom packaging doesn't necessarily mean it has to be big and fancy. It just means that you're going to now put your logo on their box, right? That's all it is. And a lot of times they'll do that uh, for the same cost after you do 500 or 1,000 units. You just have to be clear with them and you have to you know, get that stuff worked out before you end up sourcing that product. All right, so hopefully that answered your question. It's a good question, and uh, just understand the difference between wholesale and be- and and uh, you know private labeling, and then for them just giving you a generic brand. All right, so let's go ahead and listen to another question, and I'll give you my answer. Hey Scott, this is Carrie. I have been listening to your podcast for quite a while, and I am getting into Amazon private label sales with my son, who has been doing Amazon private label for quite a while, and he and I both are kind of curious about a product that we're considering, and I'd love to hear your feedback. We have a product that is produced here in my local area. It is an incredibly unique product, but it is a product that would be within a very crowded niche of the overall kind of product that it is. So for example, there are many, 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 many sellers of this particular product on a basic level, but the differentiation we have and the unique things we have about this product make us believe that it would be a great seller. But we're not exactly sure how to go about researching whether or not that would be the case because there is nothing on Amazon like it in terms of the variation that we have. And we have quite a few variations along the same line that we could add to this product as time goes on so we could have a good uh, number of products within the niche for our product line. And it would be a specialty type product. But we're not sure in a market that's so crowded with so many big sellers and so many 
actual vendors trying to sell the same type of product, how to go about researching this particular variation of the product and our ability to get it up in the rankings. So I appreciate anything you could tell us. It'd be great to hear your thinking. Hey, Carrie, thank you so much for the question. And I'm going to let everyone in on a little secret here. Carrie actually surprised me here with this audio uh, voicemail, and I'm and I'm very, very uh, happy to answer it. But Carrie actually is my show notes guy. And uh, Carrie, I hope you're okay with that. Uh, anyone looking for show notes, by the way, uh, Carrie does an amazing job for our podcast. He's really easy to work with. If any of you guys are podcasters out there, which some of you are, uh, you know, and you guys are creating a podcast for your brand or whatever, which I think is a cool idea too. Uh, Carrie is awesome. Podcast fast track, uh, com. I'll leave that in the show notes as well. If you guys want to hook up with Carrie, but it's funny because Carrie has been listening to the show for a while. And, uh, actually, uh, he listened to the show before I even hired him and was getting interested in this, in this business. And again, it's just perfect because, you know, he's got a pretty successful business right now, but he's looking to, you know, Add another revenue stream, just like I did, right? So it's a great, a great way to add an additional revenue stream and to diversify your uh, your income, and uh, it's just awesome. But anyway, uh, Carrie, because Carrie could have easily just emailed me, and we could have uh, we could have did this here. But uh, I'm glad that you did this, Carrie, because now everyone else will benefit from you know my response, which I don't really have a response that's like an exact answer, but I'll give you my thoughts. My thoughts are this. I think it's a great, a great opportunity, number one, because they're local, right? So now you get to control, you know, a lot of the, uh, you know, the, the processing of the order, the manufacturing and all of that stuff, which is really, really cool. My only thing is, yes, let's say it's really crowded right now. And yes, that's a bad thing, right? It's not necessarily a bad thing. It just means you're going to have to do more work. But it sounds like you have something that can differentiate yourself, which is really, really cool. But here's my other thoughts on on this particular situation, okay? Number one, it sounds like you're able to do a smaller run because, well, because they're local, right? And you can probably just order off a few hundred, and that's great. So why not test it, right? I think the only way you're going to know is to test it. Maybe give yourself a certain number of units, maybe a certain number that you're going to do as a promo. Uh, Get some uh, pay-per-click ramped up and give it a true test, you know, see how many reviews you're going to need to really be able to, uh, you know, to be, uh, I guess, looked at as not necessarily an authority, but someone that's had some sales. Uh, you're able to start ranking because you can start to do a giveaway. You can start to run some pay-per-click, but also you're going to be, you know, different, right? You're going to have something that's got a unique spin on it. And I think that can help you once you're starting, once you're seen on, you know, your search results. Because now people are going to be like, okay, yes, I'm looking for this product, but this this product over here has this really cool feature or these things that I wish these other products had. And if that's the case, then you can do really well. Here's my other thought process on this. And this is something that I'm starting to dabble in and I'm starting to make it part of my, my phase two of this Amazon business is where now you can also start thinking to yourself, okay, it has a great presence on Amazon, but what does it have on its own uh, platform or, or your own platform. Could you do stuff and create your own e-commerce store eventually, right? With this product line, you have a great source now that you could, you could potentially tap into. And I wouldn't want to get too far ahead of myself, but you could technically even test this out with running Facebook ads to an offer, uh, that could potentially say yes or no. And it doesn't even have to be like, you're going to buy the product. It's going to be like, Hey, would you want to receive this for, 
I don't know, $5.95 and it retails for $29.95. If you do, you know, click here to get your coupon code. And just by doing that, that will test the outside channel to also allow you to know if possibly there's outside traffic that you could then drive to your own e-commerce store. Now, again, I'm, I haven't publicly even talked about this stuff, but this is stuff that I'm thinking about myself. And you guys know that I always say, let's validate on Amazon first, which I think is still true. That's what we should be doing. And then from there, we can also see that if there's enough demand off of Amazon, so this way here, I could tap into both channels. Now, again, I don't normally talk about that because I don't want people to get overwhelmed, but that's something that I'm thinking about as well is now that I've been at this a little while, I do see that there's two different sides of a product and people are private labeling products, not just on Amazon, all right? So just food for thought, that's all it is. I'm not saying to run out there and do that right now. What I am saying is I would test it on Amazon and I would probably even run a little experiment and do a Facebook ad over to a giveaway for that product once you're live to see what kind of response you get there as well. Uh, So that would be kind of cool. But anyway, I'm just throwing that stuff out there. The very first thing I would do is I would test it on Amazon. I would get some product there. I would start running a uh, promotion going, uh, you know, uh, through the whole process of the launch. So this way here we can see if we can start to get sales and if we can start to get ranked. The biggest thing is, is getting ranked. And we got to see how many are selling on page one right now. The first thing we need to know is how many are selling on page one, okay? And we can use Jungle Scout to do that or we can, you know, look at the BSR and kind of get a guesstimate, but Jungle Scout's gonna be your best uh, way to do this. And from there, we're gonna go ahead and see how many are selling per day. If we see that there's 40 selling per day consistently on every single product, if it's that competitive, then that means that you have to give away a minimum of 40 per day And I would say probably for five days. So that's going to be five days for 40. That's 200 units that you're going to have to give away to really have a shot at ranking and getting on page one. But once you get to page one, now it's about converting. So are your images going to represent and really call out what is different about your product? Is the market really going to care about those? So the other thing that you could do, again, is if you wanted to really just get some insight is to go over to a Facebook fan page uh, of a group or a community that is around your market and ask a question. I'm thinking about creating this product. If we created this product and added this feature to it, would that be cool? Would that be good? Would you guys like it? And if you did that, then you're going to almost have that, that feedback from the market. Because right now, we're just trying to get the feedback from the market if it's really wanted. The other thing I would probably do is look at all, not all, but maybe the top 10, and I would look at the reviews. I would see if people were saying that they wish it had this feature. Because it's one thing to think that you have a great feature. It's one thing. It's another thing to have your audience or your you know, your market tell you that that's what they want. There's a big difference there, right? So you got to test it. You might be on something. You might not, right? So we got to test it. All right, so I know I just rambled there about a bunch of different things, and you can see how excited I get about doing these things, especially when you have a unique product, because I think Amazon is a launch pad for that, but then I also think that there's outside stuff that we can be doing, and as we move into 2016, even 2017, it's things that I'm definitely getting more excited about doing as well as using Amazon as a launch pad, and then from there, bringing it outside of Amazon onto my own platforms, creating uh, you know some type of marketing funnel and all of that good stuff. We're gonna be getting into that as we move through this. As you guys follow me through my journey, I'll be sharing it with you. All right, so Carrie, once again, man, thank you so much for all of your great show notes that you've provided for the TAS community. I know that they love them as well. 
and uh, they're just awesome and you're great at what you do. And uh, yeah, guys, if you want to check out Kerry uh, and you want to check out what he offers for podcasters, head over to the show notes to this episode at 175. That's theamazingseller.com forward slash 175. And my show notes guy, <coughs> Carrie, will actually leave a link there to his particular um, services that he does offer. But again, this was totally like not even talked about or scheduled. So I just wanted to say I'm doing this because I think Carrie's awesome. And if any of you guys are podcasters, definitely check out Carrie. Awesome guy. And uh, yeah, and I look forward to meeting him in Denver too. I believe he's going to come out and uh, and hang out with us a little bit in Denver. I know that's where he's from. So anyway, that's it, guys. That is pretty much going to wrap up this episode of Ask Scott episode or session number 50, by the way, which is crazy. And I want to go back to the very beginning of this episode, uh, you know, where I talked about those life lessons and mentally tough and mentally strong and all of that stuff. It's really, really important. And, and you know what? I'm going to continue to talk about this stuff because it's what I believe in. And I believe that as we move through any journey, we're going to have sticking points. We're going to have places where we fall down. We're going to feel like we're, you know, why are we doing this? It's not paying off, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And I think it's really, really important. I think it's, you know, one thing to be able to launch a product or launch a business or, you know, do all of your workouts for basketball, right? And then it's it's another thing to to have these letdowns or have these failures in a sense. I don't look at them as failures, but that's what people think of them as and being able to overcome them and be, become mentally tough and mentally strong. I think it's huge and it's stuff that I'll be definitely working on in my own life and hopefully I can bring some of that to you guys and it can help all of us, all right? So guys, that is gonna wrap it up for this episode. Remember that you can always hang out with me on my live workshop. If you guys are brand new and you want to learn about the five phases that I use for launching products on Amazon, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. You can register for an upcoming workshop there. would love to have you there. We answer live Q&A as well, and it's just a lot of fun. We get to hang out for an evening or an afternoon, whichever time we're doing it that week. But anyway, guys, that's it. That is officially going to wrap up this session. My voice held out. I'm really happy about that. And I just want to remind you guys that I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to, no matter what, what do you have to do? Say it with me and say it loud and say it proud. You have to take action. Have an awesome, amazing day and I'll see you in the next episode.